Alright, introducing Art Ballad Bite Size. Uh, I wish that we introduced this last time when we had our main episode so we can get you ready for this, but it was all very last minute. We've been talking for the last couple weeks about how excited we are to make podcasts, how we really enjoy it, and then once, you know, we finish the podcast, we're all jazzed up and just want to do another one. So, we thought, hey, why don't we do another one? And we'll just make it a little shorter, we'll have it be a little different, and kind of do some things with it, like introduce things that we can't necessarily, um, you know, dissect and make into a whole full-blown hour-long episode. So we thought we would do something that's kind of like a show-and-tell in a way. Uh, We each kind of bring something to the table. We have a theme for the week, and um, whoever, you know, um, is bringing the theme for the week is also the person to go first. And uh, we just kind of share something on that theme. So... For example, if we're talking about favorite mediums or favorite art tools, then um, whoever picks that theme, they get to go and they get to share one of their favorite art tools, and then the other person gets to go and share their favorite art tool, and then we kind of do that and just kind of like talk about it. Maybe we've done some research. We just want to share things with you that we really enjoy, that we really like. Again, not going into anything really extensive with like, let's pick this all apart and figure out how we're both wrong about it. (laughs) Um... (laughs) But yeah, so excited to introduce Bite Size. We are going to have it on, um, what day did we decide? We will be recording typically on Thursdays. Yes, Thursdays. And uploading Saturday mornings, 4 a.m. Yes, so you'll kind of have something um, in between, you know, and we get something in between too. We kind of talked about it being like, you know, the regular Art Ballad podcast, hour-long approximately, is like our, our main course, and then we just need a little snack in the middle <laughs> of the week to get us through, because we really enjoy doing this, and it's a lot of fun, so uh, hope that you enjoy Bite Size. Look out for it. Um, so now you'll get to two of our podcasts a week. Lucky you guys. Yeah. So this week, uh, it was Randy's, Randy's crack at it first, so I'm going to pass it off to her. Yeah, so I chose something really easy, because... I never know how new things are going to go, but I decided that we're going to discuss kind of one of many of our favorite art tools, and mine is the Z-Grip Gel Retractable Pen. <laughs> and you guys, this pen is phenomenal. It is <laughs> John's grinning at me. <laughs> I'm excited so to hear good. what you're going to say about this I pen. So. I think it is the smoothest, most vibrant, glidiest, right your way into heaven pen. <laughs> glidiest. Yeah. We're inventing new words <laughs> on the podcast. Well, it's great. So these pens had a big update in 2017. That I already knew prior to my Randy research. And you can tell. You all need to try them. It's the only ones I write with. Um, They last forever. Um, I'm going to do a little history lesson because (laughs) that's what I'm good at. So it's a Japanese uh, manufacturer of all writing utensils called Zebra Co., which I think is cute as a button. (laughs) And um, there's an American branch, which is the Zebra Pen Corporation, and that's where these pens come from. Um, it was founded in 1982, the American branch. In 2017, like I said, it got transitioned, transitioned, sorry, into a low viscosity. (laughs) So excuse my... So the ink is a lower viscosity than it used to be? That was part of the... Yeah, so they just call it an advanced ink. That's all I should have said, my bad. (laughs) (laughs) So it's the smoother writing, vibrant colors, larger range of colors, blah, 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 blah. And the cutest story, I have to tell you. Okay. So the... Parent company, like Zebra Co., was 
founded by this Japanese man. And he figured out the name by opening up the dictionary backwards. And he wanted something, in the, like when he was reading through, excuse me, the definitions, he saw that zebras have like a strong herding instinct and he wanted something that was like really family based. So that's how he chose it. And I think that's adorable. Oh. <laughs> that's that is, that is well, cute. I never would have guessed. But... I think it's super cute. But yeah, so that's what I chose. Sorry, my little rant. No, 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 no need to be sorry. But I have them everywhere. I have them at the studio, in the bedroom, in the kitchen, at work, everywhere. My backpack. So, um, with the, what did you call it again? Reduction, what is it? The full title of this pen? Oh, the Zebra Grip Gel Retractable Pen. Okay, there we go. Say that five times real fast. (laughs) Um, Okay, so what are advantages, I guess, to this pen versus other pens? And for the purposes, you use it. So, I mean, are you drawing with it? Are you just writing with it? Are you, what are you doing with it? No, so, it's all writing, like... My top secret journal entries that I'm always doing and hiding everywhere. Um, to me, I find I'm really picky with pens. You know how sometimes you get that pen and you can like feel it scratching the paper? Yeah, it's no or, good. Or like one that glides amazing, but then you see these little gaps of ink. Yeah, it's no good, yeah. No, exactly. This, none of it. <laughs> and you said it, you said it lasts forever? It does. What, it what about smudging? It doesn't. It okay. does not. It's fantastic. One downfall. Thing, speaking oh, of, here we go. It's just one. It's only one. Yeah. Out of all that, that's pretty good. So, I find if you leave it in, retracted, yep. and you, like, for an extended period of time, it, like, builds an ink ball. Oh. So, like, your first letter or whatever has, like, a big ink thing. So, I just learned to, like, do a little, <laughs> yeah. do a little rub. Do a little whistle. <laughs> yeah. Do a little... Do a little rub on the top of the paper or something before I actually start writing. Yeah, that but, makes sense. Yeah, but that's the only downside. Oh, that's a little hot tip if anyone else... Uh... Yeah, and they're cheap. I was about to say, affordability is something yeah. that we should talk about too. Very We're cheap. Talking about products and giving them free advertising here. Because I am the cheapest person ever. I feel... I, For a really long time, I only... What's the word? Wrote, sorry. I only wrote with pencils because of that, because I'm so cheap. Oh, wow. Yeah, and I mean, a pencil is pretty hard, unless you sharpen it funny. It's oh. pretty hard to mess up a pencil. So here's my thing, because I just, like, I prefer writing with pencils. Yeah, so weird. Well, it's, that's the thing. It won't, it's not as permanent, and that's part of, like, this romantic aspect. But it's just because, to me, for me, if it glides really well, like this pen does, oh. it makes me write too fast, and I write messy. And then I can't even read my own writing later. But a pencil forces me to slow down because mm-hmm. it just won't glide as fast, and then I can actually write a little meter. Uh, but you've got great handwriting. I love your handwriting. So, I mean... Oh, thank you. Yeah. So, if you're doing handwriting and cursive or writing really fast, then this would work. Uh, I want to ask about colors. How many... What are, what are different colors in the line? Oh, you... man. I don't know. There's... Is this the basic red, blue, and black? Red, blue, black, green. I've got a green one at work right now. Oh, Everyone okay. hates it. Um... <laughs> There's so many. Okay, so it's like, not it's just like... It's a case like the... of, like, I think, eight colors. Oh, wow, now. okay. Yeah, like, it's not... Well, because some pen lines are just like, hey, we just need the red, black, and blue, yeah. that's it. Like, the basic, mm-hmm. at first, like, Bic, like, the right. the old school ones from the 80s that they still have. And those ones actually last forever, but we're not going to get on that. Yeah, but those are dry. <laughs> yeah. Are, I don't... Yeah. So, I don't know. I can go on forever, but, I mean, it is bite size. 
maybe I'll add it on. I can go on forever and ever. I love these pens. Anything else you want to add? Go buy some of these pens. <laughs> and <Okay>. then <laughs> that's all. All right. Well, um, art tool. One of my favorite art tools is spray paint. But I am going to get into some specifics with Montana paint. And there is history to Montana paint that I'm going to get out of the way first. And then I'm going to kind of go broad and tell you why I love using spray paint in general, especially this spray paint. So first of all, Montana paint, um, there's, there's two companies, and they're both from different countries, and they're, they're different companies, but they both have the name Montana, and they both make spray paint that is like targeted towards graffiti writers. Mm -hmm. So that's where some things get confusing. So there is the original, um, I guess the, the official, official uh, company names are Montana Colors and Montana Cans. So Montana Colors is the original Montana brand and paint. They are from Spain. And then Montana Cans is German. Oh. So we got Spanish and we got the German stuff. Okay, so Montana Colors um, officially started in 1994. Um, basically, a couple writers got together, and there was like someone else who kind of was like, "Oh, you know, like I, I don't have the expertise of graffiti stuff, but I do have the know-how in like where to manufacture paint and whatever else. And I, I think I want to make a product that's targeted towards graffiti writers. There's a gap in the market, like we could mm -hmm. fill this hole. And so they kind of got some some professional expertise in there to give them information. And then they decided, yeah, we're gonna make this line of products. Um, and then so yeah, they call it Montana. Uh, Montana Colors officially and they started making this amazing amazing paint I'm gonna get into what differentiates it from other paints a little later um, but so they started doing this one of their distributors though was a company called LNG and that distributor was like oh like we can see how much money you're profiting off of this product but like you know what we're just gonna buy this from you so then they went to, I don't remember the name of the dude at the time, Rubio, I think, but basically the owner of Montana Colors, and, and they're like, hey, we see what you're doing with this, we really want a piece of this, we want to buy this from you, mm -hmm. and just buy you out. And he was like, ah, not interested. So because of that, they ended up finding some weird loophole because they were distributing the product where they could call it the exact same thing. It doesn't make much sense to me with copyright law because it's the same product even, and like whatever else, and the same target market, so it's, it's kind of weird. But they have some legal loophole, and I've heard that there's been lawsuits in the past about, like, trying to, like, reclaim the name just for, you know, the, the Spanish company mm -hmm. and, and whatever. But I, it's been around so long now, I think that those lawsuits are probably settled and that it, this is just the way it's going to be. So um, that is why there are two of these products that are, like, the same product, but – or they started out being the same product and targeted towards the same people and whatever else um, and being incredibly great, high quality, but – they're from different countries and they're just different companies and it's not like a sister company they're rival companies um yikes yeah so i mean at first when i started like getting into it i'm like why are there i didn't know mm -hmm. and i had to kind of research that over time because a lot of people didn't know they just knew this is the german stuff this is the spanish stuff right. this is the one's what i like better this is what i like better and that was kind of it mm -hmm. um so okay the quality of the paint has gotten um so good that now in the past, I want to say the past, I don't know how many years, it's been slowly growing in like fine art supply stores where they will carry one or two, um, usually just one of these of these lines, um, or not lines, one of these companies. They usually, what I see most is Montana Gold line, which is the German company. It, it's, their, it's their flagship like line 
because uh, they have several different lines because some of them are like matte based some of them are low pressure or high pressure cans um and they have like sorry um the german company was the second one yes okay was the one that found a legal loophole and they're like oh you're not going to sell Cheers. well then yeah exactly <laughs> um so i find that they tend to at least here in canada like when i go to like art supply stores and stuff most of the time they have montana gold um instead of the spanish stuff which is or they have the line of montana gold because it's the flagship one of the german company montana cans uh montana colors their flagship line is uh hardcore is what it's called so most of their cans are that but they have these other ones too like 94 and it's like more matte based and it's supposed to be this throwback and whatever else um but the thing is that the paint is so high quality that they want to put it in like fine art stores and people are starting to use it for different things rather than just what it was intended for which is writers specifically people who were doing vandalism so at first i mean there wasn't as much colors they didn't have all this like oh now we have water-based ones that are great for the studio so you don't have to smell like the the, mm -hmm. the products like and whatever because they're dangerous that's the other thing i should mention with this high quality comes a price and i don't mean just the financial price because they are pretty expensive but i'll get into that in a second comes with a health price um you want to be wearing a unless you're using the water-based ones which i think are only offered by montana colors but i might have that wrong um unless you're using the water-based stuff i mean you want to be wearing a mask like the stuff if you look at the back of the can it talks about possible nerve damage and like cancer and like all this stuff um and there was someone i knew that that did a lot of spray painting um on a you know weekly basis and they never wore gloves and their hands were just cracked and bleeding and dry um so that's another thing you want to use gloves too if you're going to be doing that so um yeah but they're super high quality and they have all these different lines now different intentions they have like <laughs> they even have like chalk spray paint they've got like all these solvents um they've got like glow-in-the-dark stuff they have like uh paint markers uh, meant for the street and also paint markers meant for the canvas so they've really expanded both of these companies um i'm really happy that you know the big big corporation like company that that like that started out as lng and turned into montana cans didn't just like throw the little guy out of the market because it was a very much like family owned like independent business at first montana colors so i'm really glad they're both kind of thriving um and uh yeah so let's get into some of the things with um i guess specifically montana can or montana spray paint versus other spray paints um i mentioned at least i think that i mentioned already and if i hadn't well here we go it's very very thick paint uh which is really really good um, because you don't want to drip unless you want to drip. And if you want to drip, you can with these, but you just have to hold it longer, mm -hmm. right? So, I mean, one thing, if you're using Krylon or some of these crappy, like, $5 cans or something you can buy at Walmart, sometimes they're just going to be really thin and drippy, and that's not what you want for the street or for the canvas. I mean, if you want to drip, then you can make a drip with, with Montana cans, um, no matter which, you know, uh, company. Um, there's also a range of colors of hundreds of different shades in one single line sometimes, and that's one thing that is really great, but you also need it for doing stuff like large pieces, murals, and graffiti and stuff, because how are you going to fade a color? If you're fading from a light blue to a dark blue, you need all these steps in between. Right. You need, like, just barely one shade over and one shade under whatever color you're working with. So um, you've got hundreds of, of choices of colors. Um, also the caps. So, I mean, a lot of the time you're going to have, like, um, tips or caps that come with your can, and that's all you get when you buy, like, a, a Krylon or a painter's touch or whatever brand from like walmart um and they're not super interchangeable so you've got to have that one tip and that's it now because the paint is so thick in montana brands um, or most graffiti spray paints um it's so thick that the the tips clog 
Um, but that's the thing, you have a range of tips that can do different things too. You've got some that are slanted and more for like calligraphy. You've got some that are called, I mean, fat caps, like Astros and stuff that let a huge range of paint through all at once in a bigger volume so you have way more coverage and it's speedier. I already mentioned that the cans themselves in different lines can be low pressure or high pressure, but also the, t the tips that you pick can, can control things too. So can give you more can control or whatever. So they've got a range of tips for this as well. And that's another bonus. Um, one thing too is for me, like I've tried other like spray paints. I've tried other like graffiti um, grade or I guess graffiti targeted um, spray paints. Cobra, uh, Iron Lac, Belt and Molotow. I've tried all those before. I don't like them as much, but there's a part of me that thinks that maybe it's just like, do I really not like it as much? Or is it just the fact that what I really like about using Montana cans or Montana colors is the authenticity, I guess I feel, and like the status and being like, oh yeah, and, and I do like the Spanish stuff more. I do like the hardcore line more. Um, I, I just like the Spanish company a little bit more in general. And it's like, oh, I'm with the OG stuff, you know? So like that mm -hmm. makes me feel, I guess, more like a higher status or something. I don't know. So there's that going on with them too, and that's why I like them. Now, to get into specifically why I just love working with spray paint so much, um, and why it appeals to me. One is that it just goes back to my roots of art because in high school I was in all these art classes and I just didn't really get it. I was not engaged. I didn't know what art was. I didn't know I liked it. But the first thing that really engaged me into the art world was graffiti. And it was just straight up tagging. It wasn't like the pretty stuff or murals or whatever else. Like that's not how we started. I was just doing straight up tags. That was it. And my tool was spray paint. I didn't use, I never used Montana cans in any form or Montana colors. Like I didn't use them in my graffiti. Mm -hmm. Like it was expensive. I, I forgot to talk about the price, but I mean, if you're going to buy them, buy the can in an art store, sometimes you're paying 13 to $15 a can. I mean, if you can get them from like um, a website, it's harder in Canada to get them. Um, but there are a couple distributors in Canada. I mean, you might be paying as low as like $6 a can. And then having to buy a bunch in bulk because of the shipping and the weight and everything else. But it's much better and cheaper to do that than buy, like, piecemeal, like, one can at a time. But they, they are expensive, but that's because they are amazing paint. And, yeah, so I never had the opportunity back then, one, because I couldn't find them in the city, and they were also expensive. I never used them for tagging. Um, but the medium of spray paint in general is just something that, again, goes back to my roots of art. I really just have this nostalgia thing with, with using that medium. Um, and then it transitioned into my more fine artwork and my regular studio practice now. Things that I really enjoy about using spray paint is that I can use it for bigger pieces and I love working larger. So it has way more coverage, way quicker. I can make it flat. It's not like it's going to have brush strokes. Like it's just like one single flat color if I want it to be. I also love drips and splatters and those are so easy to do with spray paint. I probably love those things because they were techniques that came along with that tool at first of using spray paint. Um, again, the thickness of it, I really like thick paint, whether it be acrylic or with spray paint. So I love thick paint. Um, the fact that it's really quick drying is awesome too. I mean, it has drawbacks depending on what you want to do. But generally, if I'm working abstractly or if I'm using spray paint to just create a background, I want it to dry quick because mm -hmm. then I can do a drawing over top of it like 15, 20 minutes later sometimes. Or I can just be doing you know, an abstract piece really quickly and having all these layers and stuff and not having them mix if I don't want them to mix because it dries so fast. Um, the immediacy of it just really, really plays to my sensibilities, I guess, and just what I love about making art in general, 
which is why I do so many abstracts, is that I want to paint now. Immediate satisfaction. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's just a tool that gives me that immediate mm-hmm. satisfaction. Because even if I was working with acrylics, which I did for like the bulk of all my abstracts, I mean, sometimes I want to layer something in a certain way, and I can't because the paint is still wet. Right. Whereas this, like, I mean, it just dries so freaking fast. I can kind of mix colors in a way if I want to, but, I mean, it's a little harder. But it, the tool just it has a lot of versatility to it, and it just offers you things that, you know, oil paints, acrylic paints, watercolors, paints that you could apply with brushes don't have. So that is kind of, like, why I love spray paint in general, and the best spray paint that I've ever used, you know, Montana Colors and then Montana Cans after that, but just both of the Montana companies have really great things going on. Again, I lean more towards the Spanish uh, OG, original, like, company, Montana Colors, um, but, uh, yeah, I, that's, that's kind of it, that, that was me ranting about my, 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 my finger writing, tool. <laughs> I was writing questions down as you yeah, were speaking. Yeah, go, go for it. You answered most of them. Okay. <laughs> as you were going, but you were talking about the tips and stuff of yeah. these, and you were saying that you could choose them, you, when you order online, this is a two-part question. Okay. So when, sorry. <laughs> no, no. So when you order online, you obviously get a better deal. You were saying. Yes. What do you find is the price difference for people who are wondering? Which, if that's something they want to get into, what's the price difference if you were to order online by bulk or whatever, and per can? Half. Oh really? Well, that's the thing. So for me, with the the place that I go through online in Canada, I think they're based out of Quebec or Ontario. I can't remember now, but they're out east. Um, Graffiti Boulevard is is where I go. But again, you know, it's just really hard to get them in Canada, period. So um, I go through Graffiti Boulevard, and I, th- I think, if I remember correctly, I mean, they give you the Montana colors only, not Montana cans. Mm-hmm. So especially lately, because even in the city here, we don't have access to any of their stuff. Right. Whereas in Saskatoon, I could go get Montana gold, like single cans when I wanted to, and sometimes that's what I wanted to do. Yeah. Because I mean, sometimes you run out of color, like now, I've been out of black for like a couple months, and I don't want to just go and get a crappy can of black, but I have to wait until I can order bulk, so it's it's a thing. Like it, mm-hmm. it is not easily accessible here as it is in other places. Um, but yeah, I think it's like $5.95 per can. Oh, wow. Um, but I've seen it, like I said, in stores, depending on the art store and their yeah. markup, like you know, thirteen dollars a can, sometimes fifteen dollars a can. That's insane. Yeah, it's it's crazy, and so I mean, I'm and never asking how much you spend on art supplies again. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like, I mean, from my memory, it was like twenty between twenty and thirty dollars in shipping, but that's because I'm getting you know yeah. like fifteen to twenty cans at once. Mm-hmm. The tips are pretty cheap. Um, you can get like a bag of like fifty tips if you if you wanted like just one specific kind right. of tip or whatever for a couple dollars. Like maybe it's five dollars for fifty. I really and don't you can remember. pick and choose though. Yes, you you okay. yeah, you can pick like I want this many of this and this many oh, of that, and that's they nice. have multiple kinds. They tell you there, yeah. like what I mean. A lot of writers will say, oh, I want a pink dot or an orange dot or whatever, because mm-hmm. those denote the the different, you know, um, I, I guess abilities that that each one has. Right. So, for people who still think that's too much or don't have the means to do online shopping, which is the devil anyway. <laughs> is there a spray paint that you would say comes close that is within reach? Absolutely not. But oh. but this is what I tell people, the few that have asked me like, oh like you know, like I I mean some people still steal their paint. They still rack their paint and that's what they do. Right. I hate Krylon. I find it super thin and drippy and whatever. Rustoleum 
uh, Painter's Touch, like, I, I, same thing, I'm not really a huge fan. <sighs> this isn't, like, that's the thing. For art, mm-hmm. I wouldn't use any of these, unless it was just black. Right. Then I'm like, okay. But as for, the color selection is not great, and, like, fading and just the other things, they're not very thick. But the one thing I would recommend, let's say, if you're tagging, the thing that I used when I was tagging, because I would buy my stuff and not steal it, and I couldn't afford Montana paint, um, Trem Clad Rust Paint. So Trem Clad Rust Paint is a thicker paint, mm-hmm. and it, it just doesn't drip as easy as these other paints that you could buy at Walmart or Canadian Tire or whatever. Um, now, there's, a, you know, at stores like Michael's, sometimes mm-hmm. they're getting into, like, Liquitex spray paint. I have not tried it. So that is going to be, I mean, it's, it's geared and marketed towards, right. like, quote-unquote fine art. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not something that I've ever seen, you know, at Walmart or Canadian Tire or something. It's not just for, like general home usage or whatever those other paints are so that's something that's probably a middle ground that you could check out is liquitex most michaels carry them um some michaels carry montana though so Mm -hmm. i mean that's the thing and what i've seen is they only carry the the uh, german stuff the gold line that seems to be way more accessible for ordering um for these shops in in canada but i mean if you i would you know i lean a little more towards buying um the from the spanish uh besides the hardcore line that i always go to kind of first it's a little glossier and nicer i i find and I like the colors they have. Also, the 94s, which are more matte-based, I'm not a huge fan of, except they have, like, a mini line within that line of the 94s that are, like, translucent. Mm-hmm. So there's, like, a yellow, blue, purple, red, green. Um, I think that's all they have for it. Um, but they're, like, yeah, they're just, like, very light. Like, it's kind of just, like, this translucent thing that I use, and it has some great effects. So Yeah. But, yeah, Liquitex is kind of the middle ground that I haven't tried yet, so I don't know about the quality, but as you far should. as price and accessibility... Um, that's something that you can check out, and like I said, I know that Michaels carries it. We in Lethbridge don't even have, like, a, an independent art store anymore. We don't. No. So, I mean, they shut down last year, and so uh, and they didn't carry that kind of stuff anyway. But uh, check your local independent art stores first, I would say. See what they carry, and then maybe check out Michaels or whatever else. Maybe you should try that paint and let people know what you think. Uh, that's a great idea. I think so. Yeah. Done? I think so. I'm out of fresh out of questions. Well, as I you were yeah, I was like no. write it down halfway through. You're like, <laughs> man, just stop. No, that's I mean that's good. <laughs> yeah, I, I, it's I, good. Um, yeah. Well, uh, we hope that you enjoyed this first episode of Bite Size because yeah. I I really enjoyed doing it. So I think it was kind of fun. Yeah. Maybe we'll come back and do it again. Maybe we'll see. <laughs>